0: I won more premiships alone than the other he 19 managers. He has created
1: an, to an absolute...
0: Respect, Respect, you. You Respect,
1: man. Prem, Boys, we are here to ranch. James, We have to do justice before we just sliding right into the top four. To the I didn't guys. want to get off track. This, this is one of the best title races of Good afternoon. Ann Patrick.
0: Uh, you are in a really heated race to finish in the top four. And you trot out a B team. Any- what do you mean? I don't have an office I'm talking world exactly. world. Wow. Yeah.
1: Okay. Welcome. Welcome.
0: To Prem, de la Prem
1: Welcome back to Prem de la Prem. Today is Thursday, October 15th. It's the international break. In the words of the immortal Vince Vaughn, it's time to recharge the batteries, shut down the engines, and get yourself back to neutral. In the immortal words of Patrick Crowley, go to Times Square, get a picture of me with a Kodak. I took my life from a negative to a positive. I just want y'all to know that. So tonight, let's enjoy life. Yeah. That's that's
0: how I said it. Right. Yeah. Um I remember I was at a club in Miami, just drunk (laughs) off my ass. I was just screaming that. Um you know, I don't know what I don't know if that yeah, I don't know if it I don't know if it then became something bigger than that, but it was my my one
1: my one true goal, Patrick, is to find more and more obscure and indirect ways to lead you in to introducing yourself on each cast.
0: That was perfect. That was perfect. I would, like, I would like for them to become more, uh, more challenging for me to get, uh, but still within the framework of my references. Like no Lord of the Ring quotes, anything like that. Just within. I mean, you got that one straight away. Yeah, yeah. I knew that mm-hmm. one right off the bat. I mean, it's my favorite song. <laughs> I mean, whose isn't? Um,
1: yeah, I mean, as we found in 2020, Patrick, the international break is just a whole new way to contract COVID, um, mm-hmm. Really making, really making the obstacles big for your team. Um, I think Wolves is going to field half a squad if Ronaldo has coronavirus or tested positive.
0: Fair enough. Yeah, whoever whoever Wolves is playing in this <laughs> this match week might might be in for a a little bit of a light squad. That's a great Leeds, point. Leeds, the Elsa Masterclass. It seems so unnecessary to keep the international break going right now, but you know, I mm-hmm. guess it's from a, from the players' perspective, uh, especially with the Euros around the corner. You know that they're not going to turn down that opportunity. Uh, That's right. You know, many of them just in this whole transfer window, which we're going to talk about moving to clubs where they can get first team minutes, just how important it is. But it just seems like it's it's there's no way for this to go right. I don't know. No, no, we're just we're just hunting for disaster. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, well, at least we get some good Pogba instas, uh, you know, because he seems to have a lot more fun on
0: international break. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he'll come back with some of that energy. Maybe he'll bring that into the dressing room.
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, we got a fun show for you tonight. We're mixing it up. Like we said, it's the international break, so it's time to get back in the classroom. We're going to do a transfer window grades for each of our 20 teams. We're going to go shotgun style down the list, top to bottom of the league. Patrick and I will give them a grade and their corresponding spirit animal just to uh, mix it up and have some fun this week. So, why don't we go ahead and kick it off? Pat, Wait, you want to us before in? Before we before
0: Ooh. we dive in, um, what kind of relationship did you have between your team's grades and your animals? Like, what, um, what do you mean by spirit animal? Can you define spirit animal? Because I think I had a different definition.
1: Sure, sure. Don't get too distracted in the spirit part of it. Uh, my okay. the what I graded them had very little to no correspondence. I was doing like word and just general thought association with myself, where I just went on a train and I picked up an animal and I retroactively associated with the club you'll see it'll, it'll come to okay. it'll come to light very quickly
0: yeah i think i tried to to really get into the anatomy of these creatures
1: mm-hmm. um, get, get yourself compa- in the mind of a yeah, uh, and find, a find some
0: comparisons apple. i mean james I've, i was up all night trying to get this sorted uh, i'm not even sure i got it right but excited to go through it with you
1: <laughs> assignment to patrick just come up with an animal for a club not sure i got this one <laughs> <laughs> Say no more, fam. I got you. <laughs> so I went ahead and did cars. <laughs> uh, all right, Everton sitting pretty. Four wins from four at the top of the league. Um, as far as ends for the season, obviously we talked about that bolstered midfield of Decore, Allen, and James Rodriguez really coming in, sitting in well alongside uh, Andre Gomez and Gilfie Sigurdsson and that engine room. And ben, God- ben Godfrey as well to bolster the back line. Um, Patrick, do you want to do you want to start off with, with a grade?
0: Yeah, I'm giving him a B plus for this window. Ooh. Um, like you said, um, really good business in uh, getting that midfield sorted. I think Decore is, I think he has the, the, the capacity to become a real menace. So uh, I, I like that bit of business. The reason I'm not giving him a better grade is I don't think that Ben Godfrey is the answer. Uh, to their backline problems. Okay. Uh, and I, I don't think that they've taken that necessary step defensively in this window. But really, really exciting team to watch, like we've talked about. What about, what about you? What's a grade?
1: Well, I thought B-plus is pretty harsh. I'm not going to lie. I gave him a yeah. flat A. I gave him a mm-hmm. flat A. And you know my rules. A-plus means perfection. I don't think we have perfection. We have close to perfection. Uh, Ancelotti trusted the Calvert-Lewin-Richarlison partnership up front, so we let that ride. He really focused on the midfield and it seems to be gelling. The only reason they didn't get the plus, and I I take your note about Godfrey. The only reason they didn't get the plus for me is because they didn't find a long term replacement for Jordan Pickford.
0: Yeah, or a short term replacement for Jordan Pickford. Uh any yeah, kind. Yeah, yeah. I, I I I agree. Did they also um did Moise Keane go out on loan?
1: He went to PSG, strangely.
0: On loan or on a permanent loan. deal? Yeah, loan. Okay, that's a, yeah, they're really riding with that, the Richarlison, Calvert-Lawin, and, and mm-hmm. company up front. So, yeah. so,
1: in the honor of the grade, and all the reasons I mentioned Patrick, I am giving them the animal of a shrimp. And I looked up a lot of animal facts, and you may or may not know that a shrimp's heart is actually located in its head. So, Everton, very shrimp-like manner, are, uh, they're thinking with their brains and their hearts, and they're on the same wavelength. They're buying big, but they're backing it up with some astute tactical acumen on Ancelotti's part. Everton, shrimps, book it.
0: Um, I gave them, that was a great one. I gave them the T-Rex, so an extinct <laughs> animal, uh, but a formidable, a formidable transfer window, uh, though I think you know under the right circumstances, they can be undone by their tiny little arms uh, by not addressing one of their biggest holes. Oh, okay. Does this have anything to do with Gunnarsaurus weighing heavy on the brain? You know, I may or may not have 20 dinosaurs for you. (laughs) No, I don't have that. That's my lone... It's an homage to the Mesozoic era. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I've also realized when you said you thought B plus was a little harsh, um, I realized I kind of graded each one of these things independently. You know, there was really no... you, You might see some wild, wild grades across the board. Just looking down my list. Seeing what else is a B plus, what's higher, what's lower. <laughs> this could be a fun ride.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh do you want to lead into uh Aston Villa then?
0: Aston Villa, yes. Of course. Um Ollie Watkins in from Brentford. Uh the team that lost in the playoff to come up. Maddie Cash, best name transfer in. I'll let you decide. Mm-hmm. Miliana Martinez, mm-hmm. Arsenal's goalkeeper. Um, Ross Barkley in on loan, Bertrand Triore in from Lyon for 17 yeah. million. A lot of incoming business. James, I gotta say, I looked at their outgoing business. I did not recognize a single name on there.
1: Yeah, I think that's I think that's fair, Patrick. Um, I think they they got rid of some old scrubs, some dusters from last season who weren't quite performing. Um, but I agree. I, I think the metric here is if it felt unrecognizable, we're not gonna mention. it. My mm-hmm. hard fans, you know, add us if we miss a player who came in or out that you think is important to mention. But we're just sticking with the, the creme de la crop. Yes. So great, Patrick. I'm giving Aston Villa an A-. And I think that's, you know, a testament to not just bolstering the front line with Ollie Watkins, who started his life in the Premier League with a hat trick against Liverpool. They got a competent keeper in, you know, Arsenal's own Emi Martinez. And they also held on to Grealish. I think, you know, the reason why they're not getting full points is uh, the back line could have used some more work. I don't think a partnership of uh, Kunsa, Ming's, and Target um, is going to, you know, keep
0: up at a high level.
1: But, you know, that's, I'm I'm really picking something to be upset about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I actually gave him an A. I thought that, I think this this window showed a lot of ambition for me to kind of rise from a relegation battle to a Mm mid-table side. And so... Uh, for me, relative to, to to what they're looking to accomplish, I would say huge, huge step forward. Yeah. Um, and and I think Ross Barkley uh, is actually a really good bit of business for them. I think he takes a lot of pressure off uh, off Jack to drive that ball forward and and occupy that you know the, that that forward thinking role. Of course, he's going to yeah. miss every chance he has and fluff his lines, but he'll he'll take care of the midfield a little bit.
1: Yeah, Ross Barkley just reminds me of like a modern day. Jack Wilshire and that expectations are either too high for him or super low for him. And, right. And he jumps out in front. Mm-hmm. What was your animal here?
0: Giving him the snow leopard, because I think they're sneaking <laughs> up on us. This animal is impossible to find in the wild. Photographers went years without capturing this animal. <laughs> Underrated uh, operating system. Yeah, it's it, fair play. <laughs> and, and I think it was just when I went through this, I I'm I'm looking at this and like, wow, they they really they hit on a lot of points that were weak points. Like They're making an effort to really improve here. And it's a it's a sneaky move. I, I would not have pegged Villa as a mid-table side, but I think with their hot start, this window, I think they're a mid-table side right now. I really do.
1: Yeah. I think I, I agree. I have to agree. I think that's where we'll find him come the end of the season. Uh, the animal I'm giving them is a possum because mm. they, they really played dead at the back of last season. You know, you were poking them with a stick, and you're like, "Oh, eh, what's going to happen? Are you going to get up, or are you going to stay up?" And now they are well and truly up, and we're seeing what they're really about. So this is the show me season for the possums of Aston Villa.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Let's take Move it to
1: Leicester. Let's take it to Leicester. Uh, no, a team known. You know, we talked about it with Steve on the on the summer. Round Tables is a team known for their business. And their notable ends, Patrick, I have Timothy Castagna, who's lighting it up, um, and I think is a better left back than Ben Chilwell, and they paid probably half the price of what they sold Chilwell for. Uh, they have Senjig Under, who I believe is a center back on loan from Roma, and Wesley Fafana in St. Etienne. Um, another center no- back,
0: right? Was he another center back? I think he's another defender. Maybe not oh, okay. a center back. but yeah, right. I thought he was a center back.
1: Uh yeah, any any notable outs to add on or anything I'm missing? Just
0: just Chilwell for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um so I'm giving him I'm giving Lester an A minus, just like I did for Villa. And I think, like I said, the the trick they did at left back replacing Chilwell with Castagna, only Lester could pull that off. They'll have a Ricardo Pereira coming back to form at uh at right back just to get them back in, in, in business. Attacking from the wings, and I, I think you know they need to start thinking about replacing Vardy. That's why you know again, like if if you're comparing them to like what a perfect window is, I think that would be something to look at. But um, everything else seems to be coming in, coming
0: to the fore for them. Yeah, I'm actually going to give them an A plus on this Whoa! window. Give them an A plus. Crowley system. Yeah, and mostly, mostly. I will be, I will be honest with you and the rest of our listeners here. I'm giving him an A plus because I assume in five years this is gonna look absolutely brilliant. And I just want to be able to say I called it in real time. So I assume called that what? The fact that they do such good business that every single one of their windows, in retro in, in hindsight, is usually an A plus window. So <laughs> I'm gonna call it now and assume that Wesley Fafana is the next Virgil van Dyke, Castagna is, you know, the next Jordi Alba, and Ben Chilwell is Absolute flop at Chelsea. that is what I will. um, That's how Lester does business. So true degenerate district
1: form. You are just placing futures at every opportunity.
0: Wait till you wait till I give you my animal. I'm going with the fox. (laughs) I'm going with the fox for the foxes. Not just because of the foxes, (laughs) but like the fox, they are cunning. They are strategic, and they always (laughs) execute.
1: Oh man. Okay. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I can't think of a more appropriate animal, other than perhaps the sugar glider, also known as the flying squirrel, because I think Brendan Rogers sets a really high flying bar and then always looks incredibly uncomfortable for how high off the ground he is that he doesn't know how to get back down.
0: Just an amazing visual there, James. Have you seen amazing. a
1: picture of a sugar glider uh, trying to get back down to the ground? That's what I picture Brendan Rogers looks like when he realizes... They're fl-
0: yeah, they're, they're flailing. And what happened in that... Flailing. In that journey is I saw this I saw a squirrel. Then I saw its little, little wings pop out. And I saw its worried face, and its worried face morphed into Brandon Rogers. So mm-hmm. it was a beautiful image mm-hmm. that she painted in my yeah. brain.
1: Don't give Brendan Rogers a nine-point lead at the top of the table. See what happens.
0: <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it.
1: <laughs> don't do it. Especially don't do it with three match weeks left. Well, uh, Patrick, it took this segment to realize it. Arsenal in fourth place. Why don't you Where you kick we us off here?
0: belong. Mm-hmm. Where like we belong. Um, yeah, so big business in um Gabrielle from Lille earlier in the transfer window, center back, um, Thomas Party on deadline day. Um, Will- Willian from Chelsea on a free. Uh, and I guess if you want to, we were talking about uh retention as being something, um signing and retaining uh, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, getting Danny Spios mm. back on loan from Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. Out. Uh, Lucas Torreira out to Atletico Madrid. Emilio Mar- Martinez out to Aston Villa. And then, you know, the depending Genduzzi. on what you think of, Matt- Mateo Guendouzi is that big business, is it not? He's on loan. Huge bit of business. Just just drive the price up, bud. Just go out there and drive the price up. That's, that's yeah. what we can hope from him at this point.
1: Yeah. No, that's great. Um, I'm giving Arsenal a B plus, Patrick. And I know mm. before Partey came in, you and I were almost on the same level of like, fuck the board, this, this is a terrible window. Partey changes that around. And I'm bumping them all the way up to a B plus because of the no fucks way that Arsenal went out and got it done. They yeah. kept haggling. Atletico Madrid said, no, pay the release clause, pay the release clause. And then you come in hours before the deadline saying, all right, we'll pay the release clause.
0: Yeah, with uh, with Lucas Torreira in their lobby. Yeah, like get, getting his medical done. Just it. it I can't imagine we're going to be doing business with Atletico Madrid in the future. <laughs> <laughs> seems seems like a bit unnecessary, you know. Like, I mean, I, I I I don't. Yeah, I get it. I get. I mean, I don't really get it. Actually, why not just do it when you wanted to do it? Uh, but maybe there's maybe there's a strategy behind the whole thing. Um, yeah, I gave him a I gave him a B minus, and I, okay. I think that the it was a it was a D plus for me before getting a center midfielder. Um, I think that we could have done a little bit more in the transfer window um, as far as our outgoing business goes. We have eight center backs on the roster, so you know two I don't of know them where, have to come good. Well, I mean, you're hoping for one at this point, but it's more about just getting getting some of these people out of the club, getting some wages off the books. We have a lot of contracts coming off the books last year, but still hoping to get, you know, Socrates wanted to go. Like, why not just let him go on a free? You know, get him out of the door. Um, you know, there's some other players. those wages are obviously still there. You got an $8 million loyalty bonus. Irony. Yeah, uh, that's right. Bound, yeah. But $8 million loyalty bonus. Call it loyalty. Yeah, but um, I'm giving us the squirrel on this one uh so Ooh. not quite the flying not of the flying variety yeah but i think we did a good job of gathering some more acorns some more things to help building uh our future uh but no big walnuts uh and we are, we didn't we didn't get rid of some of our older more staler acorns so we just still got a little bit too many acorns uh we got some new good acorns and you know we're, we 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 did some it's a little weaseling around to get the right little ones in there but there's there's been yeah. a harvest yeah exactly exactly
1: yeah. Okay, well, on the complete other end of the spectrum, Patrick, I'm giving them the giant panda because mm. everyone looks at the panda as this cute, cuddly, non-threatening entity that just sort of lies dormant for the longest time. Maybe I don't know, sixteen, 16 years. Mm. And you know, they're just, to, they're
0: just to name a year.
1: Yeah, I mean, just semantics. Yeah. Just thrown thrown things. It could out there, be any sticks. number of years. Could be could be seventeen. Could be eighteen. But you know, Mm -hmm. 16, Uh, and there, you know, the panda is a historically and culturally revered icon. Um, that you know, you as as a as a zoo goer, you're just you're just hoping you're there at the right time to see it get restored to its former glory, i.e., do anything other than eat bamboo and shit
0: itself. So, Mm -hmm. giant panda, we hope for that as well. Why don't you take us to to Liverpool? Good one.
1: It was good. Patting myself on the back for that one. Liverpool, fifth place, not where they want to be. Their ends limited, but all noteworthy in their own right. Probably the least of least so is uh, Simikas, the left back from Olympiakos, to give Robertson some uh, some minutes challenges. Uh, Tiago, veteran player from Bayern Munich, we all know what he's about, and Diego Jota, Diego Jota from Wolves, as some much needed backup for the front three. So, oh, uh, anything, anything to add on that, Patrick? Ins and outs.
0: Well, uh, just the fee on it. You got to consider Rion Brewster. He was sold to. We'll talk about him more with Sheffield United. But he was sold for twenty three and a half million. So that's a pretty solid um, bit of business out, if you ask me. Yeah. They basically swapped him with uh, Thiago. So right, and you know, think Sheffield about it on those United's terms. gain. Right, right. Um, but I gave him a, um, a, a B plus for this. Mm-hmm. I thought they got mm-hmm. um, a better cycling attacker, you know, than Menomino or Origi or um, Shakiri in uh, Diego Jata. I uh, didn't realize how young he was. So it seems like it's an also a... Future facing. Right. It could be a replacement uh, or insurance to replace either Asala or Mane should either of them go. Uh, I thought they got better in the center of the park. And I think... Um to me this is probably fine. And he put, he's putting pressure on, on Robertson, I think. Robertson has been um he's had a few blunders, but I think he's I think he's actually played a little bit better uh, this year than um, what's his face, Alexander Arnold on the right hand side. Right. I think so I I, I think that, that that's just good competition for the squad. So kick
1: up the backside.
0: Yeah, and I think Rion Brewster, even if you like him and you rate him as a future player, Liverpool are at a level where it's difficult with the, what they're doing in the Champions League and the Premier League. Uh, to develop somebody like that who's not going to come in and make an impact in their first 20 appearances. So, you know, I think it's a good bit of business for for what they're trying to do.
1: Yeah, I agree. We were pretty close on the mark there. I'm giving them, I'm bumping them up to an A-minus. And mm. that's because I'm trying to envision, obviously... You're high really, on
0: Jota, aren't you?
1: I'm high on Jota. Yeah. It was hard for me to take away or think about Liverpool without thinking about 7-2 and just their weird start to the season. But I'm trying to think about this transfer window in a vacuum where if they had a full squad, what Tiago means and what Jota means as quality um, right. support. And, and I think when you add those to a talented squad, you're looking at an A-minus window. Uh, again, I wonder if they're starting to think about needing a world-class center back to live alongside, alongside Van Dijk because Gomez doesn't seem like the guy, uh, Matip was strong last season, but you got to figure there's a reason why he's not getting in above Gomez. So that would be my one knock for them. Um, Future facing. Mm -hmm. And the animal I'm giving them is a hippo because they're extremely dangerous. I think kill the most humans per capita on a yearly basis. If they see you, they charge just like the Gagan press. And uh, oftentimes they'll charge you down without thinking about the rest of the pack you know, leaving the rest of the pack susceptible. So
0: Mm -hmm.
1: be careful of the hippo.
0: Yeah. The hippo is, um, kills more animal or kills more humans than any other mammal Mm. in the world. Yeah. Uh, It is extraordinarily territorial. You can just row a little boat down the side. They'll just swim. They can, they can run. Did you know that they can't, they can't swim. They can run like 20 miles an hour underwater. The hippo. I did. I did read that. They're descendants of horses. Wow, Man, hippos get cooler every day. How about this segment? Hashtag hippo facts. Yeah, I think I got a hippo in here somewhere. Um, But (laughs) I'm giving them the weaver bird. The weaver bird (laughs) is the best nest building bird. And what I think Liverpool did this window is they protected their nest egg, which is this beautiful squad that they have. They gave it insurance in the areas that it needed insurance. Shorted shored it up and they didn't lose anything. They protected their assets just like the weaver bird. Patrick, I have to know, did you stumble upon the
1: weaver bird online or did you have pre-existing knowledge of this avian species?
0: I knew there were master builders in the bird uh, family and I searched for the best of those, those species <laughs> to find the weaver bird.
1: <laughs> Fantastic.
0: Yeah. I figured there had to be some birds that were better at building nests than others. Like yeah, I don't think an ostrich naturally. is building a nice nest.
1: Yeah, you line them up in a row, one's going to make a better nest than another.
0: Yeah, you honestly though, look at some of the nests the weaver bird is building. They're building on full-on cone structures upside down, and everything. it's just it's it's incredible. Uh, these mm. birds are absolutely they're they're very talented, very talented mm. birds. Uh, I'm going to take us into Chelsea. Um, this whoa, one should be,
1: whoa, disrespect to
0: Spurs. Isn't Chelsea in sixth? No, sir. Mm. No, sir. Oh, wow. Okay, well, I'll go to Spurs then. Compliments to the 6-1 drubbing
1: that probably got them there.
0: Interessante.
1: Yeah, All I right. didn't know if that was low-key just like trash on North London, but.
0: No, because I had them up in I was actually prepared for this one, uh, James, this podcast. So I had it up on one window, copied over the table, just probably Freudian slip. Assumed that they would not be above it. Okay.
1: Well, I'll get Not- you cooking here. I'll get you cooking here. Notable Spurs Inns. Pierre-Emile Hoiberg from Southampton. Joe Hart, yes. the strange one in from Burnley. Uh, Matt Doherty. Wolves. Sergio Regulon, Real Madrid. Also Real Madrid. Senor. Gareth Bale. Uh, golf. Madrid. Spurs. In that order. And then Carlos Vinicius from Benfica, who is a striker on loan. That is quite a bit of business, Patrick. Any stone unturned?
0: Uh, It depends on if you think Jan Vertonghen can still play football. Uh, He went out the other way. And then Kyle Walker-Peters, I believe, was part of that Hoiberg
1: Yeah, went the other way.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, a little bit. But all in all, hate to say it, this is one of the best windows in the league. Um, Mm. I'm giving them an A. They backed Mourinho. They brought him in. They sure did. uh, They brought him in a a forward to back up. Harry Kane, they brought him in. Gareth Bale, world class talent, if if he's motivated, brought him in the wing back, brought him in two two wing backs or, or full backs rather, and then a little bit more grit into his midfield. Joe Hart's, I mean, he should be their third keeper right behind Lloris and, uh, and Gasaniga if, if yeah. Gazaniga's still I, there. I so yeah. I
1: think he's just like a culture guy.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's just he's just there to. to, to he's, he's the, he's the, doc, he's, he's the Myers
1: Leonard of Spurs. Exactly. He's just hype and hype in the bench.
0: Always in front of the barrier and everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I'm giving them an A. I, I they they really backed Mourinho, and mm-hmm. I think that's. I don't like to see it, but you know, as a Spurs, if you're a Spurs fan, that you, you you gotta be pleased with this window.
1: Yeah, I I'm I agree. They covered every area of the pitch, every um you know, by every measure of it, Mourinho was backed by Daniel Levy. I'm giving them an A minus. Because I, I'm not convinced some of these are going to pay off. And and that's the thing. You know, if you spread the wealth, you don't need all of them to pay off. But um, how is Doherty and Regulon going to gel the back line? Are they supposed to play at the same time? What happens to Aurier? You know, uh, how does Bale fit in? Is he a hit that we think he still is? So it's like question marks um, abound. So I'm giving them A- minus there. I think Mourinho will be able to get this side to gel. But it, there's just... So much talent that, you you know, you've got to fit into a jigsaw puzzle somehow. And I also do think they should have looked at a, sen- a center back to give competition to Aldo Alden Sanchez, because I don't think Eric Dyer at center back is an experiment that's going to work. I'm sorry, Mark.
0: Yeah, neither do I, but they seem committed to it. So we'll see yeah. how it
1: goes. Yeah, lean in. Uh, animal for this one, Patrick. Like you said... The blame game is an inter- is an interesting one. If Mourinho gets backed by Daniel Levy, it's going to be a story of who blinks first when the things the season starts to go south. So that's why Spurs get the serpent. And in ancient Egypt's uh, mm. you know mythology, the serpent represents chaos and deceit. So uh,
0: keep an eye out for any backroom rumors at Spurs. Interesting. I am going to give them the butterfly. Because I think <laughs> Could that they came out of a of a spending and squad development uh, cocoon almost, and that this is their butterfly moment. I think that they have been frugal and judicious, and you know, light on the spending for many, many transfer windows. Uh, almost seemed content to sit on their hands as it related mm. to their squad and their squad's issues. They did not do it this time around. It is second year Mourinho. They just backed him. You you have to imagine this is this is their opportunity to hit hit some 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 heights, some, some ceilings that they've been close to. I mean they finished second in this league a couple times recently. I don't know if a title is something that's within their grasp this year, but it seems like they're 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 going for it.
1: They could be going hard for the FA Cup or the League Cup, you know,
0: you know, get mm. that get that silverware. Honestly, I think if they win either of those, it's a it's a it's a successful season for for Spurs. Yeah, you know, get I mean, your hands I on a trophy and, and break that a, drought. You know, it's a, even yeah. if it's not the league, you 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 you'd welcome that.
1: No, you know, that's at the top of
0: uh, Mourinho's remit when he he he
1: gets his objectives laid out. You know, I think it's win a trophy. Doesn't matter what, just fill that cabinet.
0: Yeah, it could be the Europa League as well. Get him back into the Champions League that way. He's done that right.
1: before. Done
0: that with United. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Okay. He's a uh, Chelsea coach. Take it away. Um, this one should be pretty quick. Chelsea wasn't really that active. No. Um no no notable names at least. Yeah, just a whole bunch of scrubs coming on in. Uh no, they they did the whole damn squad over. Edward, Edward Mendy from Rennes. House. Goalkeeper replacement on the back line. They got uh Tiago Silva. They got Ben Chilwell. I believe Malang Sar from Nice is a is a long term play on their back line. The attacking contingent of Timo Werner, Hakeem Zayich, and Kai Havertz, uh, I believe costing them a total of, what, like 200-something-odd million in the entire window. Yeah. They went ham. Uh, they lost. I don't want to say they lost necessarily, but yeah. uh, Willian out, Ross Barkley out, um, Pedro out. Those are names you might recognize. Uh, what do we give them for the in- grade? Or
1: intentional see-you-later. You know, they have like 40,
0: 40 people go out on loan.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Patrick, I'm giving them an A. And I think that's just straight up for replacing Kepa. You could do it just on that. Interesting. Mendy. And
0: yeah. then,
1: you know, you, you you kind of poked fun at it. But I think this is a little different than Spurs. I think, you know, say what you want about Timo Werner adjusting to the Premier League. But, hey, we're four or five games in. I know he's going to be good. ZH, I know he's going to be good well, I have doubts about. Thiago Silva, um, maybe he's borderline past it, but he's he's been a world-class center back. Kai Havertz, I know he's going to be good. I have zero doubts about these players, and it's just so much talent that it's now up to Lampard to figure out how to make it work, straight up.
0: Right. Yeah, no, I mean, there's you've removed any, any sort of cloak of excuses. I mean, I think the excuse that they could have this year is it took a year to gel, but... You know, if they're not aiming for a title next year, like that has to be the bar. So they've started a pretty aggressive path toward the top. Uh, we'll yeah. see how it goes. I'm giving them a um, an A minus this window. Uh, really, what's keeping it, I think, from being one of those perfect windows for me uh, is some of their outgoing business. Everything that went out seemed to go out on loan or on free, uh, and they still, I think, have mm-hmm. a lot of uh, a lot of mm-hmm. dead weight in their squad. Uh, but that might sort itself out over the next couple mm-hmm. couple windows I'd expect them yeah, to fair probably move some people on in January
1: yeah well Patrick animal for Chelsea I'm giving them a duck specifically Scrooge McDuck as he dives into his pile of money right before he realizes it's one large form of mass and not a pool of liquid
0: brilliant <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm giving them the golden <laughs> retriever because the gold retriever, uh, whatever they just go out get whatever they want, smile on their face. You know, don't don't really care what they're grabbing. They just go and get it. Uh, and also, those dogs, uh, you have to be careful because they will overeat themselves to death. They will not mm. stop eating. Uh, they mm. are gluttonous monsters. So oh, that's make sure, yeah, make sure that you keep uh, your food locked up because yeah. that dog will not stop eating until its stomach explodes.
1: <laughs> make sure you find good closing hours for the canteen. Mhm. Exactly. Okay. Okay. We'll leave it at that. No subtext necessary. Which On brings Leeds, us to the right? new boys of Leeds. Who have you got? Inns outs, Bielsaisms.
0: Uh, Rodrigo's the big in, uh, financially at twenty-seven million. Um, also brought in uh, Rafinha, Diego Lorente, um, from Rens and Real Sociedad, uh, respectively. Jack Harrison on loan from Man mm-hmm. City uh, is a decent one. And then, of course, Helder Costa, uh, probably to round out their notable ones, have no idea who the hell they sent out. Uh, I can't be expected to know that, James. They Does were in the championship last year. Does it even matter? They're going out of the team when you go up to the Premier League. That tells you everything you know need yeah. to know about those Very players. Well said. Um, grade-wise, um, I'm giving it a C plus. Oh, okay. Um, I thought they just kind of I don't I don't see a whole lot of um strategy here. I think they're just casting a a, a wide net. They have a lot of really small uh deals as well. They brought in uh, 11 players total, which is a lot of people to bring into a side even though you are promoted. I know it's a little bit uh more for the promoted sides. Uh but it seems a bit wasteful. It seems like they're just going to try and sort out what fits. Um Rodrigo, I, he's a name, but He's not you know, 27 million as your as your marquee signing. I'm not overly convinced with that one. Uh, what do you make of their window?
1: Well, I, my argument there is they seem to be making it work. I think I agree. If you're looking at Rodrigo as their marquee signing, it's whether he can. I'm going to say continue to step it up in, in perfect James form. I dropped him from my fantasy team right as he uh, made an appearance and announced himself against Man City with a goal and you know another one hitting the crossbar. So if uh, you're pinning it on him to kind of carry the team, but I do think Bielsa is more of a system guy, which is why he brought in so many players. And you talk about Costa, Jack Harrison, Rodrigo, Robbie Koch, uh, Diego Lorente is probably going to slide into the team too. And I think their goalkeeper, Masselier, these are all first team players and, you know, they seem to be making it work. So I'm giving them an A minus pretty different, Mm. pretty different. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I think there's always a bit, maybe not always a bit, but I think there's a bit of a, Bit of a boost coming in, uh, I I think that they'll level out, but this yeah it's I I I think it might complicate things more than it solves problems. But um, the reason for that is I'm giving them the leopard, the leopard, not the snow leopard. No, this is just the normal leopard. Okay, um, normal leopard. They are great killers, but they will often overkill. Sometimes even overkilling for sport uh, and not for consumption. And I think that that's what Leeds did in this window. I think that they just Bought for the sake of buying, uh, maybe that's why Pep admires Bielsa, and they 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 just they'll they'll sort it out after the fact, eat what they can Shots eat, fired. discard what they, what they they don't need. Hmm,
1: I like that one. In a, in a slightly different manner, maybe switching from predator to prey, I'm going with the swan. It is an all white classic English symbol, and it makes a nuisance of itself with other clubs. Golf clubs, that is because they always pop a squat right at the tee box when I'm teeing off, and it makes me very unsettled. They're aggressive. Patrick, give me your best swan. <laughs> that was the dying breaths of an English swan.
0: Yeah. yeah. That was a little there bit it. better. Yeah. yeah, you're getting into it. Okay, we'll cir- we'll maybe, maybe we'll stop it at three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, catch us on our Nat Geo partnership. All right. Uh, Newcastle. Interesting window, Patrick, for a club that is traditionally not backed. Um, They brought in Ryan Fraser, albeit on a free. They brought in Jeff Hendrick from Burnley, albeit on a free. Jamal Lewis from Norwich, who was a standout player for their pretty shit team last season. And the big one is probably Callum Wilson in from Bournemouth as well. and in that, you know, feel free to add on when it's your time to speak. But I'm giving them a B. I'm giving them a B in the sense that it was solid, but not stellar. They are plugging holes with players who can do a job. You know, I'm not doubting Fraser's quality or Wilson's quality, but I think they have a level, and I think we're going to see how well they settle with Newcastle uh, in the days and months to come.
0: We're we're pretty well aligned here. I gave them a B minus, mostly for the reason that. I think that the players that they brought in uh makes them, make them better but it's a pretty boring window for me for them I don't I I don't think it makes them you know I don't think it helps them take the next step as a club I think it helps kind of solidify their standing in the in the middle of the table really um what I still think they are I don't think they've made any sort mm-hmm. of steps to kind of break out of that um but it's a, it's a it's it's a it's it's a window that shores up you know if 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 relegation was on the cards for them i don't think that they're i think they've done the business to make sure that that's not on the cards for them so that's why i'm giving it a b minus yeah fair fair and for um antelope uh oh for animal i'm going with the antelope uh and the reason is because it's a real solid animal uh but it's forgettable and i think that's what their window is antelopes are forgettable animal there's millions of them. They're just the the prey fodder for all the cool predators in the in the um, in the African desert, the savanna. Yeah, so they're solid animal. They got cool jump to them, cool patterns, cool horns. But they just but, they just jump, run. They're dumb as shit. Get eaten.
1: You know, they're not making anyone's top five savanna creatures.
0: Right, right. But they're in everyone's top hundred.
1: Okay. Yeah, I I that's fair. That's fair. Patrick, I'm giving Newcastle the camel. And that's because I think Newcastle's a team often wanders the desert without an owner willing to invest in the club, uh, failed takeover after failed takeover. But Steve Bruce is able to store quite a lot of water in those humps, those lovely lady humps, and uh he he keeps his team going with, with the water in those cheeks. So Camel, Newcastle, could you write a better ending?
0: It's it's why they call them sweet cheeks, um, and that's a perfect <laughs> perfect transition uh, into tenth in the table. Would you believe it? We're talking about ninth and tenth in the table and it's Newcastle and West Ham. West um, Ham and tenth snuck
1: up on me very uncomfortably. Yeah, I'm made just me, have that on the record.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, thank God Arsenal's above the line, but there were times where they were in the bottom half of the table last year, and it was just looking up is just ugh, brutal. Yeah, um, yeah. Wouldn't say West Ham did a lot of business. We um, sure got yeah, Craig did. Dawson from Watford on loan, uh, Thomas Suchek, who I have raved about on this podcast before, and then uh, Vladimir Kufal, and from uh, Slavia Prague. Yeah, Out, outgoing business. Um, you know, honestly, the most notable is a guy that wasn't even getting minutes, which was Jack Wilshere terminating his contract by mutual consent. Uh, there's some other ones that maybe yeah. notable to you. I think the big
1: one here, Patrick, is is a uh, Grady D'Angana, who they let go to West Brom. Amid much furor, I think uh, Mark Noble wrote that post that was basically like, "This
0: board doesn't care,"
1: and just slapped that on social media. So that interesting. was interesting
0: for me. No, I did miss that one then.
1: Yeah, he already had one of those hipster goal of the week nominees for West Brom, so he looks a player. But um, mm. I, I mean, I, I agree with what you're saying. It was relatively quiet, and that's why I'm giving them a D plus. And yep. the positives are they retained Suchek when he was alone, and you know. He's one of those strange, gangly, tall midfielders who also has some kind of like technical ability and pace about him. And then Declan Rice, obviously, they retained him amid some Chelsea interest, but it didn't seem like they made the the moves or backed moves the way he would have wanted, and they gave up some players in the process.
0: Yeah, and also um, Felipe Anderson went out on loan, I think, as well.
1: Yeah, went to Porto, I believe.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I gave him a I gave him a C minus. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and for my animal, I'm giving them a sloth. I just think they really didn't do anything. I was trying to find a place for
1: sloth. It didn't make my list.
0: Yeah. But, uh,
1: it's good. It's good.
0: What's your, what's your animal? Oh, oh, is that it? Just yeah. Just sloth? No, like the sloth. I've got nothing more to offer.
1: Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, I'm going to give them the pigeon. And that's Ooh. not because they seem to be bopping around aimlessly, no matter whether things are going well or bad, but... I think method of communication amidst the London stadium has been up for debate with Moyes working from home. So don't be surprised if you see a few carrier pigeons uh, traverse their way between Moyes' house and staff on game day. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move to the South coast with Southampton. Uh You mentioned Kyle Walker Peters coming in from Tottenham who feels like their main, you know, mm-hmm. right in the starting 11 purchase. And then I've got, Mohamed Salisu and Ibrahima Diallo, who I have to admit I don't know a whole lot about. Those look like they're ins. And then outbound, uh, Hoyberg obviously. Yoshida was their center back for a while, who I think just got released. And then uh, Suarez went to your beloved Gunners and mm-hmm. Reed over to... Oh. How
0: are you going to forget Theo Walcott coming home? Oh, no! After, after 10 years. Oh, no! Yeah, going back to Southampton. I like that story. I'm here cool for that story. story. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, honestly, he's probably gonna he's probably gonna be able to do a job for for Southampton out on the wing. You know, probably compete for, you know, minutes out there. Uh, but I mm-hmm. thought, you know, it was I, I, I thought it was a decent decent window by him. I really did. I think it was a, a window that kind of helps solidify the team that they have. I think they've been kind of uh, you know they fluctuated a lot in the table over the mm-hmm. last several seasons. And I think they, they had a, a good season last season, uh, finished mid-table, and they, they kept a lot of those core components uh, that they have with, um, what are the what are the brothers' names? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? No, not the brothers. Ward Prokes, that guy. They yeah, kept him, kept Ings, which I think, you know, th- those two guys had great uh-huh. seasons last year, yeah. and they got a little better around them. Okay, so what, what are you giving them? B minus. I thought I said that. My bad. Oh,
1: no, um yeah, no, maybe you did. I'm giving them a flat C. And it's not because I disagree with anything. I, I agree it was not spectacular, but not atrocious. They just seem to, you know, know what they need and not panic or overstretch or or commit any silly purchases. So, you know, not spectacular, but but fine. So I'm giving them a C. And the one thing I would caution for Southampton is if Danny Ings gets injured, which he is prone to doing, I think that's a team in trouble all of a sudden. That's fair. Their spark, you know, maybe it's Theo Walcott coming back on loan, but I think he is their team right now. And, um, right. you know, you're just playing a little bit of the gambling. But on that Ings note, I'm giving them the mole. Mole. It is a solitary creature that spends most of its life underground. And just like Southampton is never the toast of the town, um, they're also a one-man team contingent on Danny Ings, who must feel a bit like a mole sometimes for how mm. alone he is in his goal contributions.
0: That was beautiful. Uh, I'm giving them the rhinoceros. Like um, reason being, you know, what even is a rhinoceros? What does it do? Oh. Can it kill anything? What does it eat? Do people Ooh. kill it, or is it just poachers? Is it any animals? Do they have natural predators? Why does it have a horn? Was I talking about Raf Hassan Huddle or the rhino? You tell me, James. Oh, I want to say you were talking about a
1: rhino this whole time, but I can't say I'm I'm positive.
0: That's that's what I was going for. It, I was talking about a rhino whole time. Oh, damn! Yeah, damn. whole time. You had us. I like that, Patrick.
1: Rhino, mm-hmm. nice. I did find out that a rhino's horn is made of hair. On my uh, my journey today, so that's interesting one thing animal. I can tell you, that's one gotta thing do can we can
0: to uh, uh, protect them from poachers. Yeah, I think yeah, stop
1: poaching. Y- yeah. If you know if you know a poacher, tell them to stop. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can put that on Prem de la Prem.
0: Yep, Prem de la mm-hmm. Prem is firmly anti-poaching.
1: Must eggs facts
0: Eggs benny on deck Straight facts okay crystal palace in uh, <laughs> crystal palace uh this this was the lamest transfer window um they yeah. brought in um they went back to the hits with Mishi Bachuai yeah do they they brought in uh Eberichi Eze am i saying that right Eberichi yeah, yeah that
1: sounds sounds
0: right close that was their big signing um, am I missing anything, James? I really didn't find much on their window.
1: No, Etse, you, you mentioned. I I brought up Bachiwi, coming back in as the striker. Yeah, online. yeah, that's and a good. One. They brought in Nathan Ferguson, who's meant to be like Juan Basaka's final, like finally a replacement for for Juan Basaka at right back. Yeah,
0: so, I don't know much about him, but he played for West Brom, and they gave him up for free. So that's I'm not high on him. Hmm. Just we'll just have to alone. wait
1: and see. We'll just have to wait and see. I am looking forward to seeing him play because I saw some some things written about him. But I agree, not a whole lot going on here. I am giving them a C, a flat C, um, in that I will always trust Roy Hodgson in being measured with his business, and also the strange fact that they just keep hold of Wilfred Zaha. I, I feel like he's going to be a Crystal Palace lifer at this point, um, so he'll be the blood, the heart, and soul of the team, and retaining him. Almost on that sole um, point gives them a flat C
0: yeah I gave them C plus much the same reason they didn't really do anything as uh, they looks decent um, but I also don't think they should really be content with their squad but like you said it's Roy Hodson it's not gonna get too exciting um so <laughs> I'm giving them the koala bear uh, which uh-huh. is just a lazy ass animal kind of kind of I could see I could see that being Like Roy Hodgson in Another Life, you know, if you you believe in reincarnation, maybe a Uh, little too cuddly. They're actually not that cuddly. They're pretty vicious animals. They're just always high on the eucalyptus trees. They get high off the eucalyptus trees. Koalas are high like twenty four seven. Say it ain't so. I'll double check. I'll double check while you go through your animal. But I'm I'm pretty sure koalas are always high. Patrick,
1: I wish I had a longer, uh, you know, preamble to my animal. It's, it's just got to be the owl. I'm going with a wise old owl for old Roy Hodgson, who has spent more than 40 years in coaching, um, which is quite a while for people who know years. So the wise old owl is Crystal Palace. What do you
0: got, Patrick? It. So the koalas, um, they only eat eucalyptus, which is incredibly toxic. Uh, they can eat more than a pound of them a day, and Ooh. so they just their digestive system just works really hard to break it down. It they basically always always have a stomach ache. They sleep for eighteen to twenty two hours a day, so they're only like they just eat, get fucked up, and pass out.
1: So they're permanently just college kids.
0: Yeah, they got it good. They got it real good. That sounds pretty. I don't know. Well, not know. so lit when like the whole forest that you live in burns down.
1: Yeah, yeah. You You're not really one happens. of those
0: animals equipped to survive in a yeah. life or death situation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. But they do well, look cuddly.
1: I will circle back with you on a, on a koala report in the coming weeks.
0: When I was three years old, I was in the hospital in Hawaii. and Okay, Pat, moving on. Pat Miata, <laughs> Pat Miata gave me a... Uh, he came in to the little kid's ward for... Who did? Pat Miata, who is the master in... Uh, he's Mr. Miyagi.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah,
0: And he gave me a stuffed koala bear animal as my Christmas gift for being in the hospital on Christmas. So I have a special relationship to the koala bear. Do you remember this or did your parents have to tell you? I was three and they've told the story enough times. Like I don't know whether it's my memory or my memory of the story and there's Mm -hmm. pictures and stuff. So I don't think I remember it. Um, Well, I was actually just trying to think of my first memory the other day and I couldn't think of anything.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, there's there's time. <laughs> wolves! <laughs> <laughs> I have, boy, do I have some ins for Wolves. I've got Fabio Silva, Fernando Marsal, uh, Kai John Hoever from Liverpool, who seemed like a bit of a bust, and then the big one for me, Patrick Nelson Semedo, in it right back from Barcelona. Who now just makes me think of the guy that Alfonso Davies put on toast. But, um, you know, mm. he, had, he had some reputation before that.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have to play Alfonso Davies as wolves. They're not in Europe. He should be fine. He should be fine. Um, yeah. Anything to add there? Obviously, no. Nothing. Doherty out, but other yeah. than that, Jota um, Doherty out. Yeah. Oh, Jota. Yes, of course. Um yeah, losing Jada is actually a, a decent one. I mean, they're they're putting a lot of um a lot of stock in Ruben Neto, who I I I rate, but you know, I think that they, they did well with the rotation last year. So I think they're betting on him pretty big mm-hmm. uh to take a step forward and then and then also uh Potence, who I think jury's still out for me on him. Uh but you know, we'll see. They seem to have a good thing going. Um I like the business that they did. I think Fabio Silva's a buy for the future, you know, at 35 million. And what was he, 17? Yeah. Striker for teenager. 35 million? Mm-hmm. Mm That's a, that's a, that is a big buy. That almost sounds like a, um, a Jimenez replacement type of buy to yeah, me. I'm surprised Jorge Mendez didn't give, uh, didn't give Nuno the old Portugal discount with Fabio Silva. Maybe he did. Maybe he's just that good. Maybe that's Ooh. what he, that's, that's what he, that's what he gets. But I, I, um, I give them a B for this window. Uh, I think that this, that move in particular, um, it, it, we talked, they had like a seven year plan uh, to win the league. And this is year Mm -hmm. three of that plan, I believe, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. They've been in the league. This is last year was their second year in the league. Yeah. 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 So this is year three of that plan. I like Fabio Silva tells me they're taking a step forward thinking towards how do we, how do we look at our squad in three, four years' time and making a purchase like that. That's a big investment in that squad, and that—that's it. So my B is almost like a future. You know what they're doing is, I think that they're establishing some roots in a really, really strong squad. So we'll we'll see. But I'm, I'm, they're fulfilling their ambitions for me on that. It's an interesting
1: one. I'm giving them a B minus. I agree that they made a pretty good spread of business with some players who are definitely either already good in Samato or meant to come good in Silva. I think I mean you know I'm high on on Jota and you know Doherty fits so well into their wing back system that they played. Right. I question whether their starting eleven is better now than it was at the end of last season.
0: That's fair. That's fair. That's really fair. I have that
1: question. And I I would like for me to be proved wrong. I, I do like Wolves. I love having them in the league. Um but yeah B minus for me. The animal I'm giving them, Patrick. This has a nice little story to it. It's the rooster of Barcelos, which is the national animal of Portugal. Love it. And it it Love so it. the rooster of Barcelos tells the story um, of how a rooster miraculously came back to life after being roasted for a big feast um, to inter- to intervene on the death sentence of an innocent man. Um, so they tried to put this innocent man to death, and the guy said. No, um, if, if I'm really, if, if I'll prove I'm innocent, that, that rooster that's cooked over there is going to come back to life and and it'll show you all that I'm innocent. And, and then that happened. I think that's pretty
0: much the story. That's a great story. I'm actually going a little bit of the, the wise tail route myself. I'm going with the tortoise. Like Ooh. I said, I think that they are, they're playing the long game with this window, uh, you know, selling Jada for what they did. They're gonna reinvest that money. You gotta think. it maybe maybe it's this exact window. Maybe it's a future window. Uh, but they did. They made good business on Jada. They, I mean, they sold them for a good price. So I, I'm I'm I think that they're establishing. They're trying to get their foothold into this top. I mean, top six is so damn hard. They they got what did they get seventh? They got did they get six last year? And then they got booted out. No, they got seventh and they got booted seventh, out. Seventh. Yeah. So you know they're they're right on the precipice of it. And I, you know they're, they're they're pushing for me. So. The old tortoise, slow and steady, wins the race. Right. I, see, I see what they're doing. Yeah, I'm wise to it.
1: Okay. Well, Patrick, we're talking 14th place, and we're bringing up the first Manchester team, Man City. 14th place. Um, you know, last pod we went off about their transfer dealings. But just to recap it here, um, a guy, Pablo Moreno, in from Juventus, probably a young kid. Ferron Torres, Nathan Aki uh Scott Carson in from from Darby County on loan is just a hilarious, strange recurring one. team yeah, uh, Ruben Diaz uh, on deadline day or close to, to where yeah. were, were their notable ins and then on the outs, obviously Leroy Sane, David Silva uh, Claudio Bravo was a fun like Pep. I don't want to play with you anymore. He just ditches Claudio Bravo and uh next step in time baby yeah yeah, show me the stars and Stripes. Um, so, Patrick, I'm giving this one a C. Plus, and that is purely because I wish I could wait on giving a grade here. It's so hard to judge. It's early days. Some of these players haven't, have, you know, just played one game like Ruben Diaz, but I think they need an answer to their defensive problems. And I'm not sure that is Aki or Ruben Diaz. Gotcha. Yeah,
0: so. Plus. I'm going B plus because I think that they found they found the answer in Ruben Diaz. Okay. I think I saw okay. enough in, uh, in I think I saw game. enough in one game. I really okay. did. He, you know, gotcha. I, I I think he's I think he's the real deal. And li- I mean, seriously, that's literally the only game I've seen him play. So this is the exact opposite of uh, the Mason Mount is trash take. <laughs> <laughs> this is a one game. The Lord gives the yeah. Take it away. this guy's class. Like I'll find ways to defend this guy. Yeah, yeah. figure it out. Uh but I'm going animal. Uh well also I don't think the reason I've given a B plus and not anything higher. Uh, I still think they need a little work in their midfield. They lost, they lost David Silva. Uh, it almost seems like Bernardo Silva's on the outs. What's up with that? It's really strange. What's I'm up here with for that? it though, because I think a little reunion with his boy Mikel, could be in the cards. So I'm hoping that goes mm. just swirling down the turlet. Uh and and <laughs> we see what we see what happens there. But I don't I don't think that they replaced um Silva, I don't buy like a hundred percent like Fernandino, Rodri, Gunouin. Um so I Fodin. think de, uh, I don't buy him in like a the midfield three, like with a with De Bruyne. You know, I think that they need like I I don't mind him as more attacking, but I think mm. that they need. I think they're and too heavy steel. defensively in there. Yeah, and I, yeah, I, I think they need a little bit more in that midfield to combine with De Bruyne, and I don't think Foden. Is that could mean I think he can combine the same way that Sterling combines by playing out on the wing or for oh, I mean, you know, Interesting. Yeah, I don't I don't see Foden as a center of the midfield kind of guy as much as you know okay. maybe he he thinks he is. Okay. Uh but I'm going with the hippo. Oh, makes a reappearance. Yeah, and this one's a little different. Um I think Pep Pep saw uh some other other teams buying some defenders and like the hippo being very territorial. Uh, he just had to gobble some up, hungering Hunger, hippo style. So he went and mm. spent, made sure, spent a quick, quick hundred mil on some defenders. Made sure everyone still knows he's got it. Uh, Make sure that his territory is locked down. Yeah, find defenders. That's still Pep's game. Asserted his dominance. Back to his, uh, back to his mud pit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> if everyone else has the new iPhone, you're 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 marching right up to your parents' room and you're saying, "I want that new iPhone." Yeah, Pep style. Pep style. Bald fraud. Uh, I am giving them Peacock. Much like the NBC service, uh, City burns a hole in the wallet without yet proving its value or why it's better than what was had before. I don't mind Peacock. I really don't. I, I just feel like I had it before and now I'm getting the same thing but I can't pause and it's $5 a month.
0: Yeah. I, th- I feel like you get more games and that's basically, I didn't pay for gold. mm it was like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. yeah. I, uh, okay. Well, now that's fair because
1: uh, I would, you know, leverage someone else's gold account. Got it. Yeah. Got so it. that one's on me. I'll raise my hand. But um, yeah. I think the ultimate spin zone for Peacock is like, look what's happening in England, and the lack of games that they're getting access to right now. That's the best PR for Peacock.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't necessarily like love it. Like, I wish every game was just you know, free with a cable subscription or whatever, you know, if you got yeah. NBC. But yeah, you know. The the fact that you can't like I'm paying for the service. Let me pause and rewind it. Or record right. it. You know, that that's a bit annoying. Um right. like like the fact that like if the Merseyside Derby is on Peacock at four thirty in the morning on Saturday, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose my mind.
1: Yeah, that's just completely unfair.
0: I have to watch that game highlights only.
1: <sighs> can't can't do it. Brighton Patrick strange one this we were talking about it offline lalana is the marquee signing coming in i'm not counting tariq lampty cuz i think he came in before i think he's the revelation for their squad but lalana i don't know if he's injured right now or if it's like a covid thing but i can't recall him making an appearance in the shirt maybe that's a, an indictment on his performances but i got nothing uh joel veltman came in from ajax i don't know a whole ton about him and then on the outway we got old bald head Aaron Moy, Glenn Murray, the old veteran up front, and Dale Stevens to Burnley. Yeah, Joel Joel
0: Vettman cost less than a million dollars. Uh, okay, so probably not great. Yeah, this was just a, a a they had a lot of action for it to be relatively meaningless. It looked like, um, right. yeah, but I mean they they lost you know. Um, Shane Duffy went out, Glenn Murray went out, Aaron Moy went out, um, Martin Montoya went out, Stevens went out, Dale Stevens went out. Those are a lot of people that I remember featuring heavily in their squad last year. Uh, and I don't know these guys that are coming in. Maybe they'll be better contributors than uh, you know, the 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 guys that they lost, but you look at these these clubs, these are they're you know. Uh, you know, the Belgian league, the Polish league, uh, you know, the champion championship, you know, they're not, they're not plucking these, these, these people from from top league. So I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I don't think it's great. Um, I think it's just a lot of noise, but not a whole lot of substance. And that's why I'm going with the jellyfish.
1: Mm. What was the grade? Uh, C. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm giving them a C minus for yeah. aligned, aligned reasons.
0: I'm basically just not sure. Like if I knew if all of these guys are indeed trash, they get an F. But I'm sure if a couple of these guys are fine, I just don't know. Yeah, you that. just gotta spread the Yeah. The spray and make sure right. you pick
1: up a couple good ones. I like jellyfish. Um I'm not I'm not giving them the seagulls, I'm giving them the doves. And we all know that Prince song when doves cry, and I think Neil Mope has done enough crying for all of humankind this season. So Mope, who resides in Brighton. You are the dub. Beautiful.
0: hmm hmm
1: Patrick, it's time. It is. I never thought we'd <laughs> we'd get far, far enough down the table. In sixteenth place. Mm-hmm. hmm Early days. Early the, days. Manchester the United. Football club. Uh, uh okay, ends. Yeah. Ahmad, Don't Call Me Triori Diallo, uh, Edison Cavani, Pellistri, uh, Telez Agallo signed him up for another loan, and uh Vandebeek. But don't knock getting rid of Alexis Sanchez and n- no obligation to buy loans for Pereira, Dallo, and uh we did sm- we did sell Chris Small, who may have been our best center back.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: So that's where we stand here.
0: I'm going to let you take this one, James. No, I'll, no, I'll tack
1: why don't you on go, after the why, why don't you go ahead? You want me to lead it? Yeah.
0: I'm giving him a C minus. Um, okay. And I think this is mostly just due uh, to the distraction that the window caused. I think if you look at the window in isolation, it's not that horrible of a window. I think the noise, obviously, um, looking to get Sancho and then... You look at how far apart they were on Sancho, and then you look at what they pay for Diallo and Cavani's agent fees, and you think, hmm, probably could have just got Sancho. Uh, you know, I, I question their direction, which we went to, we talked to at length um, last week. But I think Alex Tillis is a solid player. I think he's going to be, I think he's an instant upgrade, instant starter. I think Vandebeek's solid. Gives you, we talked about why on, our, on an earlier podcast. And I think Cavani, you know, all, as a player is fine. And I, I don't think that you're going to get a whole lot as, as from like like the wages side and all that. Like I get it, not the best thing, but he got rid of Sanchez's wages. So what's what's with another old guy just eating up some wages? He'll, he'll, he'll at least contribute.
1: Yeah, I think that's an interesting point, And it's not one I necessarily disagree with. Like in a vacuum, if there were no transfer rumors and you fast forward it to the end of the season, or sorry, the end of the transfer window. And it was like, this is your your hall. It wouldn't be the end of the world. You'd be like, all right. It wouldn't be the end of the world. It's just um, when you think about what could have been attainable. Yeah, that's fair. Um, well, it's funny. I think every scout and club executive, and I'm reading from like Ornstein and, and Romano, are saying this Amad Diallo is like the next Ronaldo in Italy. And he's like as close to a sure thing as possible. So I'm very excited to
0: see that one go south. Yeah, I mean he's 18 years old. I mean just just we just talked about it with wolves. You're spending. Yeah, here's the thing. Fiend. I just I just don't trust Woodward to do good business. So I don't I don't know that this guy is right. Worth the 40 burden million. of proof is so high. Right. Like I know that like the wolves guy. He's like probably if he bought him for 35, he's probably like at least 25. Yeah. You know?
1: one of like, okay so this guy one could of, be a four.
0: Yeah, I know one of the
1: uh, like Ornstein on Mondays or whatever in the Athletic did this thing and it felt like they were trying to make United fans feel better but they were like yeah head scouts of all these other clubs were so surprised that United pulled off this astute business like he, he like just playing up this like, Diallo is it, guy
0: is it tongue in cheek like, or are they like, what's happening like- right now because
1: yeah anyway i i guess he's supposed to be good so there's that but patrick you gave him a c minus i'm giving him a d plus and maybe my animal will help explain i'm giving them the dung beetle And because this is true, this is a true story. When dung beetles collect a particularly large pile of shit that pales all the other dung piles of their tribe in comparison, the victorious dung beetle climbs onto the top of the shit pile and does a celebratory dance. And that's what it feels like when I go on United Twitter on deadline day and they're just popping the confetti on a Cavani free signing. And I'm just like, bro, it's not 2014.
0: Why, Why are we doing this? Interesting animal. I'm giving them the olm. The olm, for those of you who do not know, uh, is a blind salamander that lives deep in the ocean. Uh, and <laughs> this olm, believe it or not, is a carnivorous creature. So, despite having no vision, uh, just putzing around in the dark, uh, it mm. is able to, you know, eat, breed, survive, uh, and, and you know, eat other little uh, animals down there. Uh, without any vision. I think that's what what Manchester United does in the transfer window. They just wander about aimlessly, get a few things here and there. Maybe Mm -hmm. some are good. Maybe some aren't. Who knows? We'll have to see. Yeah. yeah. You're going into Ralph's five minutes before it closes without a shopping list. And you're high. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's four pounds of bacon coming right up. (laughs) That should last the winter. Right. Uh, How do you spell Olm?
1: O-L-M. Okay. That's what I thought. I just didn't want to be gregarious.
0: Mm, great word.
1: Thank you. Thank you. i do been um, a lot of time
0: with Matt Doyle. Uh, yeah. West Brom. West Brom. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't like this window. tell you that. Uh, <laughs> brought in uh, Ivanovic. Yeah, he's not, um, not What's retired. What's not to like? What's yeah. not to like? Uh, Mateus Pereira from Sporting Lisbon actually looks like a good signing. Um, and then Grady and Yanga, uh, who mm-hmm. you mentioned. Uh, when we were talking a bit about West Ham um, out again, same thing. You know, if somebody's coming up from the championship, we're not going to really know who they're sending out. So it's mostly just ins uh, that they have. Yeah. Um, James, what did you make of this window? Well, one Pereira, good signing.
1: D'Angana, good signing. Ivanovic is just one for the fans of the culture. Uh, you, you forgot to mention Callum Robinson, who came in from Sheffield United. And I don't know if it was a full-on hat trick, but he put at least two past Chelsea. So promising signs with, with Callum Robinson. Um, I'm giving them a B-, minus because those players seem promising. But at the same time, Patrick, their animal's the dodo bird. Because no matter what, they're going to be extinct.
0: Mm, brilliant, brilliant. I actually gave them a D plus Ooh, very um, different valuation. Yeah, because I think they just needed to do a lot more to compete in this league than what they did in this window. It's uh, just so, hard. It's yeah. it's
1: hard to do a ton of good business.
0: Yeah, no, and, and so maybe it's a harsh grade, but it's a harsh reality because they're going mm. down. But I'm giving them the magnificent rifle bite. bird uh, because this bird is all show. It <laughs> The brings second absolutely, best
1: builder of nests.
0: Yeah, no, it brings absolutely nothing to the table of substance. Um, the males... Just flop around with their nice little coats, nice little furs, and they try and court all these women, but they almost never do. Um, so they just puts about with their little sticks, uh, doing nothing. Spend all day preparing this little dance, and then <laughs> they fail. So uh, that's what I think this window is. I think it's a lot of, lot of, lot of nice little things uh, that's not going to amount to much in the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do mm-hmm. feel bad for West Brom because I just think that they're they're lost. But who knows? Who yeah. knows? There's a lot of teams. They're actually. There's three teams we still haven't gotten to because I know at one point they are clear of the relegation zone through four well, match weeks. Eh, you got to give
1: them credit where it's due, but you know it's up to them to prove us wrong. Burnley, Patrick, a surprise inclusion at the bottom three, um, strange inbound signings. The only one I can really pick out is Dale Stevens, and I think uh, Sean Dyche really has his hand tied behind his back because I feel like Burnley is the least of a like the. Uh, as as close to a non-spending club in the Premier League as you'll find, some names that don't make a lot of sense to me, um, Will Norris, Mark Richter, Ismaila Diallo, um, the only one I recognized on paper was Dale Stevens.
0: Yeah, in their outgoing business didn't even look like they tried to sell anybody. They released Joe Hart, released Aaron Lennon, mm-hmm. uh, re- released Jeff Hendrick, and I, yeah. I'm sure these guys wouldn't demand a huge fee, but... You can scrounge together 10 million. Look at the look at the other signings that are being bought for 10 million. Look at the other loans you might be able to process. Uh, right. You know, I'm it just it was a it was a lackluster uh, window. I'm giving them a, 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 a D. I thought it was just a, a bad window. I like, you know, I I know that there's limitations, you know, but you have to still I think show some ambition and is I mean Dale Stevens for all of it I think he is a Sean Dyche type of player, you know, but right right. Uh, does that make them better? Does it do anything? You know, just nothing. Nothing spectacular. Uh, for Patrick,
1: me. I too gave them a D.
0: Mm.
1: Hmm. I think that's the first same same exact grade. Uh, okay. I, I I couldn't agree more. It, it it left a whole lot to be desired, and you know Sean Deitch is going to make a hundred and ten percent out of the players that he has, which is why I don't think they're a threat to go down. But you know, it, it's hard to keep. Holy Miracles, for so long. And the animal I'm giving them is the water buffalo. Mm. Because they are stout, leggy, buff, and stubborn and strong. But the water level is rising. And there's a a heavy current coming. And it's going to be a test of how entrenched that water buffalo can be. um, Digging its heels in.
0: Great. Love it. Uh, I'm going to give them the lobster. Uh, the reason being, because as delicious as it is to watch that defensive performance, as delicious as that lobster is, uh-huh. it always leaves me wanting more. It's okay. never enough meat. Okay. And what they did is they left, they left the meat on the bone. They didn't bring the meat to the meal. On the bone of the lobster? Yes. The bone okay. claw. Okay. There's, the, there's the bone claw. And then there's the claw. And then there's the claw. Yeah. I'm a big bone claw guy. If, it, if if they say you get one claw, I'm asking for the bone Time claw. for the bone claw. Yep. That's the one. Dip it in butter. Beautiful. Love it. We should, have, we should just have some lobster sometime. You and me. Do we do a prem de la prem lobster dinner that's just ASMR? Mm-hmm. Just record. Let's, I mean, let, let's be, like, we got to find a small seafood restaurant. It's probably already at 25% capacity. We buy mm-hmm. out, what, two other tables? Yeah. Lobster dinner, full yeah. night setup. We just we'll just lobster every way they cook it, and then yeah. we will just sit there and we'll eat.
1: I love that. I'm I'm so in on that. It's insane. that and
0: other exclusive content can be found on our Patreon. Um, the yeah lobster, lobster okay. wanting more. Okay. Sheffield, Sheffield. We're almost United. done, folks. We're talking about the losers.
1: Two left for these losers. Aaron Ramsdale, the poor man's Dean Henderson. In. Ethan M. Ampadu on loan from Chelsea. That's an interesting one. Maybe he'll come mm-hmm. good. Uh, Oliver Burke in from West Brom. Ryan Brewster, aforementioned of Liverpool, has come in on his way out. The only notable one I have, other than Hendo, is Callum Robinson, who we just talked about with West Brom.
0: Rectamundo. Uh, yeah, they're, This is a for me. This is a bit of a risky window. Uh, basically, they spent they spent forty million dollars on Aaron Ramsdale. Um, the goalkeeper of the relegated Bournemouth uh, mm-hmm. and Rian Brewster, a Liverpool wonder kid who n- never, you know, never really kind of cracked into the team, and not even cracked into the team. Like you know, Curtis Jones is ahead of him. So that's a lot of money onto I would say unproven talents, and for a club that you know I thought was safe, they're pointless on the season that's a lot of money to be splashing on, on, on some uncertain yeah. things when you yeah. might be in a relegation battle. So it's a risky, risky window for me, for them. I think they yeah. needed to do it to stay up, but it's a those are players I wouldn't classify as safe bets. What's your grade? I'm with a C, just because I think it has potential, but it's they're risky moves.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I, I like I, Ampadu,
0: though. I do like Ampadu. I do agree. I'm giving him a C-, and I really think
1: this is like a how-much-do-you-trust-Ryan Brewster grade. Because you need someone to lead that front line. I don't think it's McBurney. Um, I don't think it's McGoldrick. Um, Ryan Brewster is, you're, you're pinning a lot of hopes on this young kid, and I'm sure he's going to go right into the starting lineup. So it's like, is he going to get the offense firing? Um, or is Sheffield United going to get found out this season? That so means C-. to be the first
0: time he's going to see anything close to substantial minutes. Right, right. This it's going to be an interesting so one to watch. It's a, it's a big test. Yeah, they're they're betting on him. Let's put it that way. They're That's betting on right. him. And the
1: animal, for those reasons I'm giving them, is the donkey. Much like your parlays, Sheffield, Sheffield United needs to figure itself out.
0: I'm going to go with the seal, mostly the South African seal, um, because that South African seal has to deal with great white sharks every time it wants to go out for a little nibble of some penguins. So uh-huh. basically, I think that's what Sheffield's doing, is they're, they're going into the into the choppy waters. There's great white sharks out there. Uh, But, you know, will they get that Penguin, which is staying up in the Premier League? It's a risk they have to take, but they they might pay for it with their life. It's the rules of the ocean. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I like that, Patrick. Last one. Womp womp. It's Fulham. and least.
0: I feel confident saying that. Yeah. Quite literally least.
1: Uh, Dead dead certs to go down, and I'd even say 20th place. Fulham in... Some some interesting ones. Anthony Robinson, Mario Lamina, Harrison Reed, Alphonse Areola, their goalkeeper from PSG. And then shout out to the FIFA scouting system. These two names, Ola Aina from Torino and Adamella Lookman, who quite possibly the season rests on their shoulders. Those are the ins.
0: Ruben Loftus-Cheek on loan as well.
1: Oh, okay. I missed that one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And they got another guy from yeah, the outs again, same thing we've been saying with the relegation teams. there's not not nothing notable there, but they got I looked at this. they brought in I think it was twelve players the of the disclosed fees, there's one undisclosed fee, but the of the disclosed fees, they only spent thirteen million. So they got <laughs> Anthony Knockhart's, the undisclosed one. He can't be more mm-hmm. than five. So they didn't spend anything no. more than that. Everything else from loan, they got loans from. Uh, Southampton. They got loaned from PSG. They got it from Torino, Leipzig, Lyon, Chelsea, all over the place. This is a, they are desperate. They are scrambling. They are just taking everybody's trash and seeing if it can all come together and they can pull something out of their ass. Um, So that's why I'm giving them the vulture. I think Mm. they're just being opportunistic, getting players for cents on the dollar. And, you know, we'll see if, um, what's his name, Sean Porter can make it all work. Scott Parker. Scott Parker. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little long episode, James. It's the
1: last one. It's the last one. Yeah, and it's funny. When I, I started actually... that
0: sentence. I realized I wasn't a hundred percent sure on his name, but I committed to that tone. And oh, cadence. you saw it
1: through. Yeah, you
0: saw it through. That yeah, there was no hesitation.
1: <laughs> Bang! <laughs>
0: You're saying his foot was on the line.
1: <laughs> no, I um, I actually don't think Scott Parker is a is a <laughs> I don't think he's a bad manager, um, actually at all. I I was impressed with the way he brought the club up, and the, I like his demeanor and in interviews and whatnot. Same, same. Um, but I, I think it's a testament to a) how bad his existing squad is and not Premier League ready, and b) their loose cannon owner uh, Tony Khan promising signings and then getting in this ragtag group of group of minute men. So we'll see how it goes. I'm giving them a D. And I'm giving them the parrot because a group of parrots is known as a pandemonium. And that's, what's going on at Fulham right now. It's too many talking heads. You don't know who's in charge. Um, and I think it's going to end in disaster.
0: I agree. Brilliant. What a way to round it out.
1: That takes us to the end of the thought train. That is all 20 teams. Read them and weep. Those are your grades. We don't have a degenerate district because the lines aren't posted. Is that right,
0: Patrick? That is correct. Yeah, so I will be um, hosting my picks on the Premal Prime Instagram story on Friday so long as James reminds me. I will remind you offline. I will not remind you online. Well, we'll see what the, um, the people hear.
1: <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks so much for listening. We will catch you when action resumes. We got a stonking list of games. Merseyside Derby. United, Newcastle comes to mind, and some other great The Steve games. Bruce Bowl. The Steve Bruce Bowl. City Arsenal. Holy hell. Here we go. Yeah. Strap in. Uh, Master will... versus
0: Apprentice. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Who's who? Get... Yeah, that's right. Who Who's going to be bald by the end of it? Thanks so much for listening. We will see you next week. On behalf of Patrick's James, signing off for
0: Pembroke to What's up, Prem Heads? Make sure to find us on Apple Podcasts at Prem De La Prem, a Premier League podcast, and smash that subscribe button for all other interviews, segments, and hot takes that you can handle. You can also find us on Instagram for some fire content at Prem De La Prem Podcast. No spaces, no punctuation, just like life.